hanging in there. Hanging in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Welcome to Love is Like a Plant, a show all about dating and relationships and life during COVID and everything in between. My name is Sarah May. I'm the host of a podcast called Help Me Be Me. It's self-help for people who hate self-help and the creator of The Breakup Album. And my name is Elle. I'm the founder of MEND, and we help you through breakups. And very shortly, we will be helping people through burnout as well. Nice. And today we are talking about, um, it's actually a request we got uh, to talk about how to stop letting our insecurities get in the way of relationships. Um, A super common problem to have. Uh, It's something that everyone will experience at some point in their life and probably multiple times. And even if you're in like a committed relationship, it comes up throughout your lifespan. Um, So... I guess, Elle, I'll throw this to you. What would you say is your advice to somebody who is struggling with insecurities that are starting to come up in their relationship? Yeah. Um, Well, I think it's incredibly common, which is the first thing to remind yourself that you may never necessarily stop having insecurities. I actually think that if you didn't have any insecurities at all, you might be like a pathological narcissist. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I I do think it's just normal to kind of have um, some doubts about yourself when you are in new relationships. And so I don't think you should beat yourself up about it. I think what you have to do once you notice them, once you are kind of aware that they're in the back of your mind, maybe they're holding you back, preventing you from really getting to know someone or preventing you from just feeling comfortable in your own skin. You kind of have to figure out what your own toolbox will be. Um, You know, what tools you're going to use and tap into to feel more secure. And I think that that toolbox is, is different for everyone, but Um, And we can talk about those things too, but I do think the first step is sort of just acknowledging that it's normal and, and, you know, also acknowledging that the other person on the other side is probably feeling the same way too. Um, And they're probably open to talking about it, you know, and I think that's actually a really good kind of litmus test. Um, in the early stages of a relationship is like, can you be yourself even if you're imperfect? Um, Mm. And if you feel like you're really blocked from doing that or that you're going to be judged, um, you know, part of that may be coming internally, part of it may be coming from them. and, And all of that is important information to take in. But in terms of a toolbox, like what... Or, you know, the tools that you can use, what is your advice? Well, I think, yeah, I think I think you made a good point about relationships being, you know, the, a good relationship will allow you to voice your insecurities and that person should support you in that. And I think that shows you have a good relationship if you're able to 
feel comfortable enough to talk about your insecurities with your partner. Um, but I, one of my favorite tools for this in particular is from Tara Brock, who I know we both love. Um, and yeah. she's, she talked about how um, whenever issues repeat for us, like we have the same kind of recurring um, fear or feeling that, that prevents us from feeling safe with our partner. Um, it's like, you can ask yourself like almost in third person, what does this self need from me? Like you can enter curiosity um, and just kind of invite that, that person to respond. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's usually something, you know, is being triggered from our family of origin and it can happen at different stages. Like as we enter different stages of life, like new ones will come up that we didn't know were there. Um, and that's because romantic relationships really parallel our, our very close intimate relationships from, you know, being raised by parents. So you might find there's like a weird issue that gets triggered by closeness at a different stage in your life. Like when mm. you, you know, first are committed or when you feel safe, like that can be a weird trigger for some people. But if you notice you have something that's popping up, you can ask that self, like, what do you need from me? Like, what are you trying to tell me? And when you can ask in that kind of softer, sweeter way, you'll find that that self can answer. And you might, I would invite you to try that experiment. That's something I do myself when I have like some unmet need that's popping up in my relationship. It's usually this younger self that's saying like, I need to be seen or I'm afraid, you know, it's some version of that. It's always like kind of a childlike um, feeling or need that we didn't realize is still repeating on a loop in our subconscious. Um, and that also allows you to feel a little bit safer with the feeling. I think when we're as adults in a relationship, when we have something pop up, it we resist it because it feels dangerous. You know, it feels like, oh, this is going to threaten my relationship or it's going to make me feel weak in the relationship. But it's like, it's often not tied to the relationship specifically. It's just being triggered by it. So yeah, it might give you a different angle into it. Yeah, I think, it, I think that's such good advice to re- I mean, it almost like reframes it as an opportunity, you know, like it's, it's not necessarily something bad or something that you have to feel ashamed about. It's just, you know, kind of like what you said, a, a trigger and it highlights something that you can look, um, look a little bit more closely at. And in that way, it's really an opportunity to grow. And that's really what relationships are is, mm -hmm. you know, a way for us to grow as people. And I do think, you know, there are some common ones that, that tend to get in people's way. Like, um, you know, a lot of people are insecure about um, their relationship history. Maybe they haven't had a lot of relationships. Um, mm -hmm. Some people are really insecure about their physical appearance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just being insecure about, being naked for the first yeah. time. I mean, I think that's like one of the most common ones for everyone. Um, and so, you know, there are a lot of different ways you can feel like you're getting in your own way, but then to your point, it's really a way to reframe. And if you find that you're unable to start relationships because you're so uncomfortable with the idea of, you know, let's say like, um, you're really uncomfortable with your body, 
well, this relationship that you're, you know, trying to get into is an opportunity to really push your boundaries, you know, push on that, explore, see if you can become more comfortable. And then also just in your own, um, just like in your own inner life, it's an opportunity to really explore that, that block that you have, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, another one I think that's common for people is um, jealousy and feeling like they are threatened by, you know, other people. They're yeah. feeling like, you know, their partner, even if they know their partner is trustworthy, it can still be really overwhelming mm-hmm. to feel like other people are a threat to your relationship. And I know um, so a lot of my clients are hate that they're jealous and can't control it. And it's like something that just, you know, keeps them awake at night, even though logically they know they have nothing to worry about. And that can be incredibly frustrating just because you're feeling something you really don't want to feel and you want to be above, but it's like, and that usually has something to do with um, just discomfort with um, boundaries and safety and trust. Like I think if you have trust issues, it really highlights something in not trusting yourself or not feeling um, valid. Like it goes deeper than just the relationship and the other person. I mean, granted, there are quite a few relationships where the other person is giving you really valid reasons why you shouldn't trust them. Right. But (laughs) it sometimes can point (laughs) at a feeling of not feeling good in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just to bring it back to one of the things you first said, um, it's really, you know, everyone has their own set of insecurities and um, really a healthy relationship, even in the early days, will give you some space to communicate those. Um, and I think it is really a good kind of test to see how um, vulnerable you can be in the relationship, um, even if it feels a little bit awkward. And, um, yeah, I think that's like the, that's one really kind of positive byproduct of having an insecurity is being able to communicate it and see what the feedback is, you know, and a lot of the work is going to be on your side, you know, your side of the street, you, you may need to work on it with a, a therapist, you may need to read more about what, you know, a topic that you're struggling with. Um, and then, you know, some of the support will hopefully come from your partner in the form of just being like open to communicating about it. And if they're really shutting you down or they're not supportive at all, or they tell you that you're, you know, crazy, or they just, you know, in any way, if they make you feel like you're not that, you know, your feelings aren't valid, then that's definitely a red flag. But, but, you know, hopefully in most cases, it's the beginning of a much deeper relationship with someone. Absolutely. And know that if you're able to really bring up insecurities in a way that's, um, you know, constructive, like not necessarily blowing up at somebody, but like at a time when you're both feeling close and you're both feeling positive, if you're able to do that, it shows your strength as a person, not the opposite. So it's not, it feels like, oh, I'm complaining or I look weak, but it, it's really 
hard to do something like that. And I think it shows your confidence and um, beauty as a person, if you're able to do that and be vulnerable to somebody. So feel good about yourself if you're able to actually, you know, put yourself out there like that. Yeah. And thank you to the listener, whoever you were that submitted this question. Mm -hmm. It's a a a great one. one. Yeah. And I feel like what you said, Elle, it's true. All of our relationships are there to help us grow. And that's just part of growing as a person. And I think we all go through insecurities. And if you're able to work through them and process them with your partner, they don't necessarily last forever. It's just like a process we go through in life is just we work through our shit. So it's natural, it's normal, it's good, it's positive, even though it feels icky and scary. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. So um, if you liked this episode, we would love if you could share Love is Like a Plant with a friend or a loved one um, who might benefit from hearing this episode. And thank you for joining us. And Sarah, I want to ask you, what do you think love is like? Uh, love is like a really fast car. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just allow- allowing it to uh, do its thing and enjoying the ride. <laughs> nice. Cue Tracy Chapman. <laughs> yeah.